Welcome to the Mind Gym. This is the Pain to Power podcast with Dr. Keith Abloh, where you become the strongest individual you can be. You know, people talk a lot about reinventing themselves. I applaud that. I think reinventing yourself, the, you know, the uh, idea of it is very positive that you're not going to give up uh, faced with hurdles, with uh, elements uh, of your story that are less than what you wish they would be. You're going to reinvent yourself. You're going to get over the hurdle. You're going to get past the resistance. Uh, you're going to try something new in life. You're going to spruce up your wardrobe, whatever it is. Uh, reinventing yourself uh, has a great positive connotation, but... It doesn't beat re-embracing yourself. I think I'm coming up with a neologism or a new word. I know that. But I'll do it anyhow. Re-embracing yourself. Because this idea of reinventing yourself presumes that there's no solid core around which you orbit, if you will. It kind of says, well, you know, you can reinvent yourself as anything. I'm not so sure that's true. In fact, I'm sure it isn't true. The truth is that you do have a core self, and therefore our journey in this life is toward re-embracing ourselves because that core is eternal, elemental, and very, very authentic. So I don't think that you can just say, you know what, I think... uh, I'll try being an astronaut. I think I'll try uh, business because, hey, that looks fun. I think what you have to do, actually, is to do those things in life that are true to you from all time. I think people do have a destiny. I think we each have real interests that are ours and ways of pursuing them that are ours alone. We have thoughts and we have feelings that other people may share opinions, but the way in which we conceive of them and the way in which we express them and the way we go about embracing them and manifesting behaviors that support them, that's all ours and individual. And this idea that uh, we could re-embrace ourselves has really captivated me lately because that's the final goal, isn't it? It takes a lifetime. And It isn't without some discomfort and some pain because so many years that we live through, so many experiences that we have, we try to fit in. We try just to survive. We try to please those around us. We want to be lovable or loved. We want to be loved. Uh, And so we do things that aren't true to our core in order to try to pivot and pose and thereby elicit things that we feel we want, whether it's money or it's acclaim or it's uh, applause uh, or it's simply being left alone and not tortured by other people. But you know what? That won't do because that's all based in the ego. What we really need is to re-embrace the core. Think about it as orbiting the sun if you want. Sure, you can adopt all different kinds of orbits, ellipses, circles, triangular orbit, if there's such a thing. I don't think there is. But in the end, you have to come to the center. 
you're only going to be warm enough when you put your feet firmly at the core. At the core, you're able to stand for what you truly believe in. It's going to be very tough to knock you down. And if you are knocked down, it isn't going to hurt because in the end, you're going to know internally, look, I stood for what I stood for. I was pursuing what I love pursuing. It's like Hemingway. I admired Ernest Hemingway because he said, listen, if I die from starvation because I can't earn enough money from my writing, so be it. I'm a writer. Now, something obviously interceded in his life to, for him to think life isn't worth living anymore. I wish I could have talked to him and convinced him otherwise. But the bottom line is that this kind of pure knowledge as to who you are, what you believe, what you're willing uh, to put energy into because there's no way to not put energy into it. And it doesn't have to be that you're a novelist. It can be that you're a dad or a mom or a great sister or great brother or a terrific friend or an incredible listener. And maybe those qualities also manifest themselves in career. Maybe they don't. But the core of you is what matters. And so recreate yourself. Yeah, I mean, sure, you don't want to stop moving forward. You don't want to crumble when people challenge whether you can continue in this world, striving and moving forward. But the most powerful response to stress or to challenges or resistance or mean-spirited people is to re-embrace yourself. Now, in order to do that, you need to know yourself. And that's tough for people because we obscure the connection with ourselves out of fear. We do that because growing up, we're not surrounded by... Uh, ideal therapists or only true friends or only unconditionally loving people. And so you go through all different ways of trying to shape yourself, keep yourself in check, uh, second guess yourself in order to get what you feel you need to go on and to feel like, well, people have regard for me. Even, believe it or not, and this is a human failing, even if you end up without much self-regard, that's the danger. So you can become so appealing to those around you and be rewarded for it in so many different ways. But if you end up without self-regard, then all will be for naught because that's terrible suffering when you feel as though you're not at home in yourself. There's only one home. It's that elemental, iconic, indisputable, and ultimately undying core of you that you need to find. It's your life journey. And I always say, look, you're not lost in a maze. We're not going to have to pluck you out with a helicopter. There's no failure as long as you keep moving forward. Life is a labyrinth, not a maze. You may think you're at the outer perimeter, 
of a labyrinth when you're about to cut toward the center. Never lose hope. Never wonder whether there is a center. There absolutely is. Can it be obscured? No question. Can you reinvent yourself 15 times without ever re-embracing yourself? You can. That can cost a lot of time and it can generate a lot of applause. Look at that person, people say. First this, then that, recreating herself again and again. You know, was a car salesman, then, you know, a fitness instructor, then went back to school, became uh, a teacher. Well, only if you're a born teacher, by the way, only if you care, really care and feel at home in that work, only if it's part of your core self and soul. That's the only time it works to recreate yourself. If you're creating yourself in the same image, here we go, as God did. You got to get the bullseye. You have to orbit close enough to the sun to feel all that warmth from being at home. Then you are, in fact, undefeatable. Can you encounter resistance, challenges, uh, enemies, sadness, sh- fall short. Sure, these are human things, but will it ever register in the same uh, truly dispiriting way? No, because once your feet are planted firmly in the center of yourself, you can take the blows much more like, you know, Ali in a heavyweight fight or uh, Bruce Lee because uh, you're like water, as Bruce Lee would have said. Be like water. Uh, the things that impinge upon you, that strike you, that see- seek to do you damage, you'll be able to pivot far better. And also it can't destroy you because there's no where that you can hit a person who's at his or her core that will actually obliterate them because they're eternal. If you're a born teacher and you're teaching, all of the difficulties associated with teaching are going to be received by you in a much healthier manner and with more creativity and resolve to move forward Then if you've recreated yourself as a teacher after being a salesperson, but you don't really want to teach because it's not in your bones. We want to get to the level of it being in your bones, in your heart, incontrovertible, uneditable, because you're there. I always think about uh, the, not always, that would be weird, but occasionally I think about uh, one of the launches of the Apollo spacecraft where the uh, mission control, the head of mission control talking to the astronauts, once the craft has reached its orbit, he says, well, that's negative return. You're there. That's what we want for you at pain to power. We want you there in the orbit that belongs to you because it is you. Always has been. You want to return there. You want to re-embrace yourself. Thanks for joining another edition of Pain to Power, the ultimate podcast. Why? Because we don't settle for these uncertain times making us uncertain people.
Pain to power is meant to make you stronger and stronger as an individual. You want to get even stronger? Visit www.pain-power.com. Pain2power.com, but it's the number two, not the letters. Uh, and don't forget the hyphens, pain-2-power.com. Or email me if you want to work with me directly as a life coach, one-to-one. We'll do it together. Email me at info at keithablo.com or call 978-462-1125. And the lovely Tiffany will book your appointment. Thanks so much. Talk to you again real soon.